Good morning. <clears throat> this morning, we're going to take a look at uh, the Gospel of St. Matthew's, the uh, <clears throat> 25th chapter, and we're going to look at the first 13 verses in this chapter. One of the things that you know I want to talk about is <clears throat> this is an exciting time for the church. It is an exciting time for ministers in the pulpit to be preaching the gospel uh, at home church, at Zoom church, um, over the internet, wherever you can get the word of God in. This is an exciting time. People are eager. They're open to the gospel. They're looking for something. Um, and the church has it. <clears throat> Most of the time, there is a lot of gloom and doom for the church, especially now with some of us teaching the end time ministry. Many ministers are teaching the failure of the church. But it's an exciting time to preach the word, to teach the word, and to tell people about the goodness and the greatness of God. So don't, don't second guess what God is doing because whatever God is doing, we can't stop it. We can only get prepared for it and hopefully get in the flow and flow with it. But in the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 25th chapter, first 13 verses talk about a parable. It talks about the parable of the five prepared version and the five unprepared version. Almost like the, <clears throat> you can compare it to the church, uh, five prepared churches and five unprepared churches or five prepared Christians and five unprepared Christians. Um, but here, the Bible used uh, five virgins, five prepared, and five unprepared. And it reads thus, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. These 10 versions, here Jesus is speaking and he compares these 10 versions to going to heaven. And he said there were 10 women. They were all virgins, which means they had no worldly experience and they were going forth to be married for the first time, to marry their bridegroom. Five of these versions were wise. Five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamp and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil 
in their vessel with their lamps. I've often wondered about five wise and five foolish. Uh, they seem to have been in a, a group or a sorority or something they knew each other. So it would seem to me that they would um, talk to each other and, and encourage each other. Do you have your lamp? Are you prepared? Do you have your oil? Uh, it kind of seemed like they were a little selfish along with their, their wisdom and that they did not look out for the other five uh, foolish virgins. While the bridegroom tarried, <clears throat> which means the bridegroom was typically not on time, he slowed around, they all slumbered and slept. Now, it said that they were, while they were waiting on the bridegroom to get there, they kind of slumbered around, slept, uh, <clears throat> maybe told stories, uh, maybe got themselves prepared. But during this time, it would seem as if <clears throat> one of the virgins would have taken charge or been in charge or been in a position of authority that they would have inquired, are you prepared? Do you have everything that you need? Um, do you have oil in your lamp? And and I say that <clears throat> Bible doesn't say doesn't say that point at all. But I'm talking about the church. We who are wise must reach out to those who are unwise. We who are smart must reach out to those who are foolish. We who are saved must reach out to those who are unsaved. We have a duty, we have a responsibility to make sure that everybody is prepared and on time to meet the bridegroom. Bible does not say that. This parable does not say that. This is my personal opinion that we all have a responsibility and a duty to reach out to those who are not prepared, those who are foolish, those who are silly, those who are unsaved, and try to draw them into the fold to be saved or to meet the bridegroom. Now here it says that at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out and meet him. At midnight, while they slumbered and slept, the bridegroom shows up. And when he shows up, there's a cry. Go out and meet the bridegroom. 
Then all these virgins arose and trimmed their lamp, which means they turned their lamps on. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. And the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. The, the problem with this, in my opinion, who's selling oil at midnight? None of the merchants were open at midnight. So they had to find a merchant, buy the oil, put it in the lamp and try to get back, which consumed a great deal of time. If the um, wise virgin had said, follow me or stay with me. Uh, let us share my oil. In fact, if, <clears throat> if the bridegroom saw that there were a bride that had compassion, kindness, and sought to help their sister, I'm sure the bridegroom would be more impressed with that uh, bride than he would with the other bride that selfishly just cared about themselves. There's just so much in this passage of Scripture about compassion and care and concern as well as preparation and being prepared. Certainly we're prepared, but it's our duty to help others become prepared. And we do that through compassion, caring, concern, and even in sharing the knowledge that we have. I mean, the knowledge, it's a simple matter to say, hey, does everybody have their oil? Does everybody have their lantern? Does everybody have, uh, we were going to the same place. We're going to meet the same bridegroom. The end results will be the same. So it's not like we're going to lose something or lose our place. We all have a place. Uh, that place is pre-prepared for us. So... Uh, our loss would be minimal if there would be a loss at all. But the Bible says, but the wise answered saying, not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go rather, go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterwards came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. I do not recognize you. 
Watch therefore, for ye know not neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. And this is a good parable for illustrating the sudden coming of God, the quick coming of God. Um, I don't think it's a good parable in discussing the compassion or the kindness of Christians toward one another. And even with God, I think that um, man might close the door on you and not open the door. But I think God is a compassionate God. He's a loving God. He's a considerate God. And I think under these circumstances, he would not be so hard. And then, I, and, and, and then on the other hand, I'd have to look at, this is not one of the apostles uh, speaking this parable. This is actually Jesus <clears throat> speaking this parable. So if we take it literally, these five versions would be out. But if we take it from the character of the man Jesus, they would still be in. He would not shut them out. In fact, he would find a way to let them in. That would be the character of Jesus. Now, the character of man is totally different. Amen? So, I think we need to be prepared to enter heaven. And I, I, I agree that no man knows the day nor the hour. And so we need to prepare every day and prepare every hour. And that's the excitement of the church right now. Because it's in a preparatory mode. It's in a mode of preparing people for the ultimate appearance of our Lord and Savior. So the church can't pick who they prepare. They can't pick the wise and forget the foolish. They've got to balance it, get all of us. So the church has to have a great deal of compassion, great deal of caring and concern. So even though it's a hard lesson, it's one that it's one that does not show the character of Jesus. So it actually teaches a lesson, but 
we have to look to the man rather than the words. And the man would have found a way to get these five foolish virgins into that marital chambers. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, help us as a church to prepare. Prepare your people, both the wise and the foolish. Help us to be forgiven for our sins and our trespasses, creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Bless and heal the sick and the infirm among us. Grant us prosperity according to the prosperity of our souls. Give us peace throughout the land and throughout the world. And help us to acknowledge Jesus as our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.